Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, into pop five, fairway, what you fin do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view, it drew, shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs yeah, up. Episode number 113, returning guest, AJ from Pioneer. AJ, how are you doing, man? Doing well, how are you guys? Good, man, good. Bryce are, uh, finally made it. He's in a new location. Anybody checking us out on YouTube? Yep. I guess you've been there once before. We had the... Uh, yeah. The Gordo episode, and you were there. Calvary, yeah, so. a few technical difficulties. Yeah. But, is that Jody in the back? Yeah, sorry, she's cooking, running people over tonight. She uh, she might be in and out. So. Hey, Jody, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so nervous. Eh? She doesn't want to say that's, <laughs> that's my mother, for anyone who's wondering. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's Jody. So, um, the creator of Bryce, but uh, yep. yeah, we're back. AJ, it has been like a little over a year, I guess, since we chatted. It's been one year. Yeah, right? about that. Yeah, it's about that. Because I remember we were doing some things around uh, around Christmas last year, like when we were kind of first chatting. And um, I think I missed that one, honestly. I don't know if I was there. Yeah, no, you weren't. I think something was going on. I can't remember that far back, but uh, exactly what was going on. But it's been a it's been a good year. Like I know that you you were at Bear Mountain as well a little while ago, so I'm sure we'll kind of get into that. But um, a lot of changes too with the uh, with the brand. Like you've kind of you know, brought a lot of things on that you can, uh, that you can do and stuff. Maybe you can, uh, anybody who didn't check out that first episode, maybe just give us a little intro who you are and then we'll kind of get into, uh, all the different things. This is kind of a cool episode. I think everybody will like this one for sure, but maybe just give us a little intro about, uh, who AJ is, maybe what you do, uh, I don't know what you're into away from the golf course and, uh, and then, uh, we can roll into pioneer golf. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, as you guys said, I'm AJ, um, from Edmonton, Canada. Uh, just, just diehard golfer. Uh, first love was probably hockey. Body's uh, a little broken down and a little, uh, a little bit in shambles. So, kind of transitioned away from that and, and kind of gone into golf. Uh, started working at a course when I was younger, and that's kind of where it all it all started for me. Kind of been uh, been hooked ever since. So, um, the golf course is unfortunately no longer there. Uh, it was called Pioneer Meadows, and when I decided to start making some head covers and, and kill some time in the winter. I couldn't think of a better name than, than pioneer. Well, that's I, cool. Kind of paying homage to where it kind of all started, right? Where you kind of got yeah. a game and that's sweet. The old clubhouse was the barn too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. The, yeah. Logo. The pro that's shop cool. was in here and then they did all the, the tournament banquets and stuff like that on the backside of it. So. That's cool. Did yeah. you have to get like permission and stuff to use all that or? Uh, it's actually uh, a buddy of mine that I grew up playing hockey with. His dad was the one that owned oh, it. So he's, nice. I reached out when it kind of first started and he was just like, yeah, you can do whatever you want, man. Awesome. It's all good. So was it just like redeveloped now? Yeah, I'd say it's all just uh, housing development now. Where, so it's a where little executive located? golf course. Uh, Southwest Edmonton. Okay. Yeah. But you can purchase head covers anywhere. Like I know we see them like... Riggs has got the sticks out on the uh, on the range all the time. Mac Boucher's kind of flying around the world with your head covers all the time too. So um, you can purchase them anywhere, right? You'll you'll ship them out for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. We've uh, we've shipped as far as Australia, uh, a few items out to Sweden, kind of all over the states, all over Canada. So it's it's been pretty uh, pretty wild to see where it's where it's already gone to, and we're excited for for this year. We've kind of done a lot of a lot of background work. Uh, leading up to the start of the year here so well i know Looking when you and i were you and i were chatting last like or not last but a few weeks ago um when we were kind of setting up picking a date and whatnot i think we like pushed it back because you were kind of redeveloping a couple not redeveloping but kind of like re- introducing some new things to the brand that we'll probably get into a little bit but um i definitely like the story of it being like an old course that used to play at like they used to grow up yeah. you said it was like a little executive track yeah it was a uh, par 67 um actually a buddy of mine hold and and i hold the course record of 61 out there um yeah it's just there's seven par threes two par fives nine par fours it was always in just absolutely mint shape on like no budget it was it was a pretty special place so anybody that kind of grew up and and especially learned how to golf in edmonton they definitely played there probably one or two times so aj has the course record at the course that he built the brand off of and you'll hold it forever 
because <laughs> yeah, no there. or or it doesn't count anymore. One of the two. No, it's forever. No. It's forever. <laughs> it's definitely forever, man. You'll hold For that forever. Sure. That's amazing. It's like saying you didn't get a hole in one because the course got closed down. Like you still got the. I, I, you know what? I got buddies that bug me about that all the time because I got one ace and it was out there. Yeah, it's so they're like, yeah, no, it doesn't count anymore. It's not even there anymore. Uh. Yeah, hole in one does not evaporate. It is like <laughs> it is very much in existence. Bryce and I, that's like every episode we talk about hole in ones in some case. Like we're always curious to like hear the story and stuff. Um, can we hear like about the round? Do you remember the round? Was it did you make an ace in that's in that same round? Yeah, it was in that same round. That round was actually it was like a podge podge, like late Saturday afternoon. We finished a shift and went out and just kind of were hanging out shooting the shit didn't realize what was going on and the next thing you know i was kind of holding on for dear life at the end trying to keep to keep it on the tracks and see if we can kind of come home with a good number but um were you just kind of playing around and then you were like five under through seven or something and you're just like Hold yeah it. yeah like birdied one uh birdie two part three and then i think i birdied four five six yeah. part seven and then there was a huge huge backup so we went in grabbed a bite went back out to eight and kind of finished the round and yeah i was i think on ended up parring 10 11 was a short four uh drove the green three putted that one for par <laughs> um and then ended up the 18th was a uh, you know, 460 yard par five or something like that so i uh, knocked it on in two and three putted that one for for par as well Ooh. so could have been it could have been lower than i was gonna one, say but... like you were at par 67 but you're on 59 watch after 10 and then you were still oh, yeah. on you were still on 59 walk watch walking up to the green though too on 18 so it yeah was still, I mean, it was it still was, a lot i had like 15 20 feet and just kind of didn't get it done i guess that's i feel like that's... head covers now I feel like that's when it happens, though, when you're not really out there to shoot that well. You're just kind of out with your buddies having fun, and then you're just kind of like you're on nine, and you're like, holy crap, I'm seven under. Like, I could do this. Like, I feel like yeah, that's it, when it like, happens. Yeah, it almost has to sneak up on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd rather have that thought on, like, the 18th fairway. Be like, oh, yeah, I, haven't I, haven't scorecard. I haven't checked my sure. scorecard. I'm three under right now or something, because I've had that thought going on to the 10th tee block, and... <laughs> We've talked about how that round unfolded or how some of those yeah, rounds. Have how it exploded, you mean? Yeah, ex- yeah. <laughs> exploded. Absolutely. And then and then I almost hold out for five, two holes later. So that would have been uh, tough from the T-block. Like I was on the T-block. So um, yeah, like 10th hole, the round's over. Like it's just completely exploded. And then I wouldn't leave the T-block. Like my dispersion was great on the 11th hole. Like I, I hit my uh, second shot, third shot, uh, hitting three off the tee into the exact same ripple pattern in the pond. And I was like, <laughs> damn, like that's impressive. And then I hit the next one to like, if you're looking at my mic, it was right here beside the cup. So that would have been a tough, a tough five to ever have to tell a story about. Um, I just feel like I can't like, as soon as I start to think about it, I feel like too many thoughts creep in and, and uh, the rounds just don't stay. But well, that happens to me after I make two birdies. Because yep. Bryce, you you've shot, you've made, you've hit like you haven't gone below par, right? Seventy three or something? No, I've shot seventy at uh, par seventy one. That's my lowest of it. I've right, never okay. broke seventy though. What about uh, what, what about, about you? What about you, AJ? Uh, outside of that, um, I think sixty eight. Okay, might nice. Be the lowest. Nice. Okay, that's yeah, low. that's low. I oh. shot that seventy like in my prime when I was like playing like a lot of golf, and I just couldn't get over that hump. Like it was just one stroke, but I just couldn't find it. Yeah, um, yeah. You like a little bit of momentum, and it's just toast. Yeah, and you pl- and then you start firing. Yeah, it's if you don't have the patience to like you know you're gonna make a ton of birdies. Like, and that's where I kind of fall into is getting that kind of caught behind the eight ball. It's like, all right, I'm gonna have to press. Got to make some birdies yeah. come in. I just like bogey, bogey, bogey. Yeah, where I fall apart is just my golf management. Like I should be hitting four and off the tee, and I just smoke driver. Or like, <laughs> if I have this little gap between these trees, I'm hitting it every time. I'm never punching out. Like it's just the way I play the game. It's just it's not gonna happen. But it's just how I am. So not anymore either. Too. Like, we're all kind of going the the opposite way. Yeah. I got, 
I think I got like a 73 this year or something like that. But well, I didn't like, get, I don't feel like I got really low. I had a I had six birdies in a round, but I also had like two doubles and a triple or something. So that erases. Well, me. like you say, Mac, we kind of just chase the shots now. Not yeah. so much score. I I, yeah. I always keep score. I'll never play without keeping score because I always just care somewhat about my score. But I like to chase those kind of one of a kind shots where it's like you impress yourself, kind of where you hit the shot. You're like, oh. That's a good shot. Like that, those are kind of what I enjoy more than shooting sixty-five kind of thing. Well, those are the ones that you like talk about in the bar after, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, you should have seen the shot I hit on fifteen. Exactly. It's just kind of where my game's at now, and it's I've yeah. accepted it, so and I have fun with it. So that's all that really matters. Speaking of no, shots exactly. on fifteen, that is one of my highlights. Making winning a skin against you in Coiner, who's coming over. That right was now. impressive. <laughs> I like. I hit my drive like up. Uh, there's like some fescue on the right hand side, and we couldn't find it. And like these two like assholes aren't just, gonna come just help me. Playing. They're we just, just like they finished the hole, and I'm still within my like three minute window trying to find the ball. I'm like, <laughs> like it's a it's a short par four too. So finally, I was like, whatever, I'll just drop one, and I hit it too. It was an inch. Was it was an shit. inch. I was yeah. standing there, and he put the, this green is like wickedly slow. The pin was like at the bottom of the slope, and he he's a member there, so he knows what the green's gonna do. He throws it way to the right of the hole probably like 20 feet right of the hole and i was like corner this could be good <laughs> goes up the ridge a little and just falls down and just keeps falling fall i'm like oh, oh no. in the hole. i was like it's in the hole he's gonna make birdie and then it just stopped like it literally an inch from the cup and i was like well i bogeyed what do you get he's like i bogeyed i was like mac just got scared <laughs> yeah, it was like an, it was like an eight hole carryover or something too we yeah. only had two real like bryce <laughs> yeah it was it was crazy it bryce was crazy. dominated the first seven holes and he he won a skin on seven he made like a birdie on uh on that short part three i think or like something like that i, I can't remember how it went but yeah so then we had a massive carryover where I made like three putts over 20 feet to carry the skins over yeah, yeah. on coiner each time, which I felt <laughs> so bad for on Bryce's buddy. And then that shot like won me eight skins or something. It was pretty cool. Yeah, but you're, uh, there's always that one guy every time you play the skins too, that like plays lights out. He's always like around, like he'll be having yeah. the holes with everybody else, just but like him. comes up empty. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cause coiner played well too. Like he had some coiner did play good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like he was in shape to win a few and yeah i just like locked out on a few pots like a couple of them like i did not have any business making i was like oh i'm gonna make this and, and they would just drop <laughs> it was it was crazy so i feel like sorry to keep this going but i feel like skins is such an undercover like underrated game to play with your buddies like especially if you have like a foursome and you're just playing skins like it's so fun it's so competitive yeah well, we were playing because you have you like the different handicaps too. Yeah. Yeah. And you have so many guys that can just save you. Like if you're out of the hole and you're just like cheering on your buddy, like just make par. <laughs> just make par. I think I like hold out from, or no, I like, I hit a, a really tough bunker shot downhill. And uh, I was like, well, I, I only really have one shot. I had to like swing super hard at it, just take a bunch of sand and like, and it checked up and stayed like six or seven feet. And then I made the putt, which I actually felt bad. Like that was greasy. I should not have won. Like the, I would have only hit that bunker shot one out of a thousand times to be able to actually get it to stop below the hole where it did. <laughs> yeah, we all had our moments that day. I, yeah. I had seven putts through eight, like eight holes or something. <laughs> yeah. You like chipped in, I think a couple times, like off the side of the was, green. And so, yeah, it was uh, Bryce. Bryce was rolling. And I'm a terrible long. putter. Like it's the worst part of my game. I can't putt. Yeah, we were playing Banker, too. You ever play Banker, AJ? That's a fun game. I haven't. No, I heard it's like a good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And it can get up there, too. Like, it can get pretty steep. Like, the one par three Bryce where Coiner didn't realize it tripled or whatever. And then, yeah, yeah, so it's a a fun game. But um, moving on from that now, you're you're playing at Blackhawk this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Bryce, I don't know if you know, but that's like a top 10, 15 course in the country? I think it's top 15 right now yeah nice yeah it's uh in edmonton uh, whitman yeah nice. yeah just outside kind of right on the north saskatchewan river cool yeah, I... through. yeah it's uh it, it's a little piece of paradise here for sure it's um when you get out on the back end you don't you don't think you're in edmonton or anywhere near it to be honest it's it's pretty special well i know in the past we've had drew harvey on so he's um he runs beyond the contour and they had it ranked actually higher than score golf, I think. Um, and we've had, uh, the score golf panel on as well. So like talking about, um, 
they both thought that that course was like an absolute gem. Like there are some, I know Sagebrush is out there now too, like out that way a little bit. Yeah. And like those two are being talked about a lot and there's just so much, so much golf out that area. But, um, is it, uh, have you played like a lot? Like I know you played Bear Mountain, you played out uh, Bear Mountain. Have you played out East here at all at any of the top courses out this way? I haven't. No. Um, it's definitely on my, it's pretty close to the top of my things to do for sure. Um, yeah. I I haven't played a ton in Ontario. Um, I'd love to get like East Coast and mm-hmm. play some golf out there as well. Yeah, it'd be nice um, to uh, like being able to play at a, at a course like that all year. It'd be nice to kind of get out here and be able to compare them. Um, we were going to try and link up and play Summit this year. Bryce, you played Summit? I've never played it. No, but my uncle's a member. Like we can go anytime. Yeah, yeah, and I know Greg was telling me about Summit. Uh, he played it. It's nice. Day yeah it's good. so Bryce's dad has like 1998 titleist dcis or something like they're yeah I've, I've posted them before and uh he he's saying that he shot a 73 at something or something the other day yeah like he's, he still got it he just, can play he, he hits the ball like 280 and he just doesn't miss a fairway ever like yeah. he just he's the most boring golfer to watch you'll ever see but he gets the job done yeah, those... is that the uh, the TPC course out there? No, no, it's um, it's just a private course in yeah. um, like Richmond Hill area. I don't know. Oh, okay. Just outside of, like Newmarket, I think. And uh, but it's a really nice track. So it's, it's a, I think it's a bit quiet out there. I don't think it's too um, like um, busy. I think no. it's like a low low member number course. Uh, just okay. Kind of, like, little hole in the wall almost i don't think it's very like popular what is it is it ranked is it ranked at all yeah i think it's like 40 40 yeah somewhere in there the middle pack yeah but it's it's a really nice did you i thought that was the one that you said that uh you were gonna play aj when you're coming down so that's does that one sound uh we were we were looking at it um we get some like reciprocal deals through the golf course there so yeah um i think that's why one of the reasons that bear mountain i'd say if you get a chance to play it do it for sure yeah It'd be worth the time, yeah. Definitely. Um, So Bear Mountain, you were out there in, it was like October or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we went out there for, uh, wife and I went out for Thanksgiving. Nice. Um, Just a little getaway, uh, decompress kind of thing. And yeah, snuck in a, sucking around a golf after we landed. Nice. um, Before heading up to uh, Brentwood Bay there. So that, um, yeah, that place is, is the best. Like the Valley Courses is really high up there for me. Yeah, it was, um, that was one of the ones I was surprised about. And I was talking with like a buddy of mine on the panel cause it didn't even fall in the top 100. And I thought like, this is, I played a couple, like even Oshawa and stuff like that. That's local Kortha, some of the courses out this way. Um, but I don't know how that goes like with resort courses and stuff and it's very tough. So pretty much what the feedback was like, and you would know there were, I, I didn't get to play as I'm not going to talk about it again, but I, uh, I kind of got <laughs> shafted when I was out there, but I know you and I talking yeah. about it too. Garrett was out there too. But, uh, a lot of the approach shots, I think even like the tee shots, a lot of them are blind, right? So there's a few blind approach shots. And I guess that that hits the ranking hard a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it was beautiful, man. I love that course. Like it was, or those courses, it was fun to play yeah, all 14 holes that I got to yeah, play. Yeah. 14 <laughs> Yeah, no, it was, it was good. Like I would definitely recommend for anybody to go out there. Like the price is right on like the hotels and stuff. Like I, we stayed at the West End, I think, and it was like pretty reasonable there. And then, uh, we played out at the course a couple of times. It was a lot of fun. And, and, uh, Lucas was out there. I know you've made up a couple covers for Lucas too, I believe in the past, right? Yep. Yeah. Did up uh, some for them. And then actually just, uh, uh, about a month ago, just finished up some, some covers for their shop there. So I did see those. So, I guess, um, like we can get into the covers a little bit. Like we haven't, uh, we haven't talked about the lineup yet. We've just really been talking about golf gambling and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that for the first 15 minutes here. So thanks for staying with us. But, uh, what, what do you have like currently in the lineup? Like, I know you, I, I actually saw when you, when you had posted that, um, you had done like those for the courses. Do you do that typically a lot? Like, will you do like a full, um, like a full setup for like a course like that? Or are you typically kind of doing one-on-one with, uh, like with customers just like Bryce or I? Um, you know what, it, it's kind of changing a little bit. So we've, um, in the past we had just kind of stock designs that we would offer. Um, it's been pretty popular. We've, we've had some pretty good success with stuff like that. Um, 
a lot of the times it, it's just if there's so many choices, it almost ends up being overwhelming. So right. uh, trying to keep the the stock side minimalized. Um, that being said, we are bringing uh, I got five new designs that um, we've been working on that we're going to release here January first. Um, but we recently got a uh, embroidery machine, um, so that's kind of opened up a few newer things, uh, especially on the the golf course side. Um, we're going to be opening up the custom side on January 1st as well um, to the public. So um, you pay your deposits. Uh, it'll be available for drivers, fairways, and hybrids right at the start. Uh, putter covers will be about a month later. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to be able to embroider whatever you want, um, logos, uh, stitch on leather, kind of basically do whatever now. So well, lots, of, lots of more possibilities. Yeah, go ahead, Bryce, sir. Do you guys have like a price point figured out yet? I don't, if you don't mind me asking, obviously, just yeah. some of our viewers would definitely like to hear that if they're interested. Yeah, you bet. So for the the custom side, um, say full leather, your choice of leather, um, customizing and stuff like that for drivers will start at a hundred bucks, um, and then for hybrids, eighty five, fairways, uh, ninety. Um, okay. Putters are probably going to be in that uh, ninety to a hundred. Um, we're still trying to kind of figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got the, the pioneer sticks as well that are, we've been, uh, previous batch that we got in was a little on the rougher side. So it's been a lot of, a lot of work to get those ready for, for, uh, production and, and kind of available for people to, to customize and get ready to go. So those are going to be coming up here right away as well. Yeah. For whoever's listening to who hasn't had their hands on one of these, they, um, for that price, it's pretty reasonable, in my opinion, for the quality and the fully customization, which is fantastic. I think it's very, very reasonable, and people should look into doing it for sure. Well, yeah, Bracer and I, like, between the two of us, we got a full bag. So, um, yeah. like, we're not, like, we're obviously giving a plug here, but it's, uh, like, we got a full bag worth. Like, we, uh, I'm wearing the hat right now. I got a sweater on under here if you go over to YouTube, <laughs> too. So you can check out some of the merch and some of the gear as well because it's pretty good stuff. This, this like, the panel hat's, like, one of my favorites. I got a couple of them. So, but, um, yeah, like, I got a three-wood cover, putter cover, and I feel like I might have another cover. Bricer's got the driver cover, and then okay. you'd actually want a giveaway, like, on your private Yeah, I won the too. Masters giveaway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was sweet. Yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, and then I linked my brother over, and he got a putter head cover from you, too. So Yeah. Oh, did he? Blaker got one too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Nice. So, um, it's, uh, I haven't seen that one yet. I'm going to have to check it out next time I'm checking out his bag, but, uh, like they're, they're cool. And like, I know, so when we got them done, you were doing laser mainly, right? So there wasn't any embroidery there. So that was kind of one of the things that we were kind of waiting to, to talk about. Did you bring embroidery in? Like you were finding that you're getting a lot of requests, like requests for it, or was it always something that was kind of in the works for you guys? Yeah, it was always something that we kind of wanted to have in-house um, to be able to do. The thing that I, especially like going back to the with the golf courses and stuff like that is um, I hated going into shops and seeing um, almost like dead inventory. Um, I, I worked in the golf shop uh, previous and, and kind of knew, okay, if you golf course wanted to bring stuff in, your minimums are probably around, the, the bare bones probably 25 um, if not closer to 50 per color per design sort of thing. Um, and the chances of going through that are pretty slim unless you're rolling through a ton of, uh, ton of guest traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of wanted the, uh, to roll with the idea of never doing large quantities of the same stuff, more small batch, um, even if it's replenishing a pro shop every couple months with completely new designs. So if say someone gets something and they, Hey, this isn't exactly kind of my color, but I love that style. Well, in a couple months time, they could have one that's, that's fits their eye or, or something that they like a little bit more. Um, I know we'll probably get into, uh, doing some, I guess, custom orders through golf courses for their members. If there's certain members see stuff that we've done in the past and then want to get it done in different colors, we can do stuff like that as well. So, um, and my biggest thing is, I'd, I'd like for people to, as soon as they get it in stock, I'd like to get off the shelf for them. Um, I don't want our products ever sitting around just taking up space and, and kind of holding up some, some overhead in the, in the shop. We want to kind of turn it and burn it and, 
getting new looks for their shop because the more looks you got in there, the more people are going to kind of stick around or grab their attention and look yeah. at other stuff while they're in there. Well, I guess too, like a lot of resort courses, like places like Bear Mountain and stuff would uh, move inventory a lot more than maybe like your standard, just like private track or, or something like that as well. Like people are going to a resort course to check it out. They want to get something like if they're going to Cabot, they want to pick up something and keep on their bag, that yeah. kind of thing too. Right. So, um, I also too, when I got my putter, when I got my putter cover done, it was a custom and I just, uh, the way I go is like, usually just say, do your thing you're better at it than I am. And it's going to turn out good. And, uh, AJ went like all the way back and researched my high school and like picked out my high school. No, he definitely didn't. But when I opened the thing, it was my high school colors and stuff. It kind of like brought back some of my old like hockey playing, like in high school and stuff. It was pretty cool. Some of my golf, like playing back in the day, not that we had like colored bags or anything. We were, uh, we were a pretty bad team, but, um, it was, uh, it was kind of cool, man. It was like, just cool to just go with it. And you know, if you are able to, like, I would recommend just, uh, I'm sure AJ hates this, but just saying, Hey, like do whatever you want. And then it puts the pressure on him to do it. So or Bryce or <laughs> I know Bryce, when he's getting something done, he's like, okay, I want this done. I want yeah. like a flag I'm here. I want my, nag, my name here. I want the date here, whatever it is. So, and I'm kind of just like, yeah, do whatever you want, which, uh, do you have a preference? Like if somebody reaches out to you, would you prefer, uh, some uh -huh. details or? You know what? Sometimes they'll like just go wild. Here are the colors I have in mind. Do whatever you think. Those are fun. It's always uh, kind of just trying to get a few background details and and see what the person might be into or, yeah. or see how you can tie a few different things together. Um, the meticulous ones, those are those are the easiest probably because <laughs> I mean everything that we Good do, we're gonna we do have a couple mock-ups first and, and just make sure everything's kosher and everybody likes what's uh what it's going to look like ahead of time. So those are perfect when you get, okay, here's what I want. Here's the colors, here's positioning and all that fun stuff. And you kind of just plug that all in and, uh, and get something together and fire it over. So perfect. both are, both are fun, but probably the, if you've got something and you're very particular and know exactly what you want, then I can, we can just kind of do it up just like that. How you're, how you're picturing it. All right, we made it through nine, and this glizzy is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped, manscaped.com. You can go over, check out the Ultra Premium Collection, or anything that you need to not suffer through the back nine here. Using the promo code OTSGOLF, you will get 20% off plus free shipping. Maybe you'll go low on the back. Thank you for supporting the episode. Thank you for supporting the pod. Manscaped.com, 20% off using the promo code OTSGOLF. Free shipping right to your door. Enjoy the pod. The process of um getting a custom head cover made kind of what you go through with the customer um kind of to make it a personal experience and kind of the steps you take to get that head cover built and uh in their bag yeah absolutely so uh the way we kind of got it set up right now um is uh or i guess what it's going to be on january 1st when they all go live on the site there um is you just pay a 50 dollars deposit and that kind of gets your place in line um i'll reach out the email is just my wife and I that uh, that do this, we have a couple couple friends that are kind of helping out now to just make it a little bit easier on us. Um, but from there, just kind of get an idea of what you're looking for, um, what colors, leather, if you want to go fabric route, um, if you're looking to do customization, what you want to do, if it's just number, name, logo, that kind of stuff. Um, we're going to include up to uh, two mock-ups, um, basically just nice digital um, rendering of, of what the head cover will look like. Um, and once we get something that uh, everybody's happy with and uh, we're good with, we'll kind of start production. We'll cut the leather out, get any of the embroidery that needs to be done, done to it, and uh, and start putting it together for them and, and out, uh, out the door. Um, if there's nothing in line, turnaround time is probably under a week from, from the time we start going over things um, to when it's shipping out. Uh, if it's a little bit busier, it could be kind of two to three, but I try and kind of turn things out really quickly. I know I'm not very patient when I, when I order something online. So, um, I'm sure I'm not the only one like that. So I try and get it out as quickly as we can. I mean, two weeks though, for fully custom is still pretty, um, that's fast. That's it. Like, I don't yeah. think that's. I would say that's even like pretty quick if you were, uh, yeah. if you're trying to build up something custom. So that would be like, if you're doing like embroidery kind of colors, all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. I remember you saying too, uh, last time AJ, you source all the leather locally, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I use a couple different, uh, there's two different leather shops in town here. Nice. Um, so I use both of those. We got a huge collection um, kind of in stock already. Um, probably, I don't know, roughly between 25 and 30 different hides that we've got right now um, that we've either done head covers with before or have some that we're kind of planning on doing. Um, something I didn't mentioned earlier is even with our stock designs now um all of those are going to be customizable as well oh, nice. um, see so if there's a stock design you want and you want to either throw a number on there or toss your initials or your name at the bottom uh we can do all of that as well um and all that stuff is kind of just right on the website there i know that's kind of big too like getting your like your name or whatever stitched in like on the inside of the bottom half and and whatnot like that's kind of uh like i've got like a dog head cover. It's got that. And I know like when I had one made up for my buddy, Anthony there, like same type of thing, like putting his name on the inside yep. and he like, he loved that like extra little touch, um, which I think was embroidery back then. I think so. Or maybe it was no, laser. That one would maybe. have been leather. That one's still leather. leather, uh, la- laser, uh, on the laser. leather. Yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Like he loved that. I know he still got it on the bag. Like he absolutely loves that cover. So, um, and I know one of your friends is one of the only other guys to play the top 100 um as yeah. well so it was kind of yeah uh, luke steven there yeah it's kind of cool that they were able to both have those uh on the bag i, I know that it meant a lot to him and like th- that personal touch that uh that you're able to provide is something that like i think is like a growing trend in the game almost right like not too many people are leaving the you know stealth cover on the bag and that kind of stuff anymore yeah. right so yeah that's, that's uh it seems to be changing and we're kind of seeing that that shift to I want something that nobody else has. Yeah, the one-offs, yeah. yeah. Are you still offering the laser um, engraving, too, for the custom stuff, or is it just yeah. all? Yeah, yeah, we can still do it. Um, it's We got into the embroidery um, just to make it a little bit easier for, I guess, the types of leathers that we can mm-hmm. do it on. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the, like, the really, really light colors. Uh, the white's always been really good, um, but some of the softer, like, baby blue um mm-hmm. cream stuff like that it doesn't it lasers really well but then if it smudges at all it's really hard to clean and you just don't get that really crisp clean, clean yeah. look um so it'll be in probably very particular uh circumstances where you know it's going to turn out really well um, and we're not going to have any issues like that um it works it, it looks really really good on the on the all black um has a really nice like stealth look so we'll definitely still still have it, but we use it. Uh, we use the laser um, mostly for the sticks now. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, the alignment sticks. That's right. Those are pretty cool. I uh, I definitely have to get a set of those shipped out here. I do not go to the range enough, so they'll they'll, they'll encourage me to go <laughs> a little bit more. Good good spot for the head covers to go on in between shots. Exactly. I think that's what, the only uh, the only use I use mine for. I don't get a ton of time on the range anymore um aj how many hours a week would you say you're putting in right now um like i know you're yeah yeah so if you don't mind us asking like are you uh you're probably putting in some late nights early mornings trying to get up and and move these things i know you have a bit of help now and stuff which is great but um yeah how much uh how much time are you investing in this thing um probably for myself um i would say easily 20 to 25 hours a week Um, on top of everything else um when it's busier it's just more time yeah um especially in the winter right now like on on the weekends uh if my body's feeling a little bit better i'll we got a new indoor place in town the golf factory i'll kind of go there and hit a few balls before diving in and sitting down in front of the sewing machine for the rest of the day but um i mean there's days where it's eight nine ten hours down here just Kind of a lot of it right now is getting prepared and getting ready. Um, we we weren't able to kind of handle the the custom loads um, that we were kind of getting requests for last year. So um, it's, it wasn't so much that we didn't like turning away the business. It's just um, a lot of those conversations ended up with people kind of disappointed that they weren't going to be able to get what they were looking for. Uh, we just don't want to run into that again. So um, lots of it has been. <laughs> Just to try and make sure that, okay, anything that we can do ahead of time and get ourselves in a good spot, let's do that so we can kind of hit the ground running. Anything else um, 
in the lineup that you're working on. Like I know you and I had had the conversation over Instagram about bags one time and I was trying to uh, force you into making, ba- <laughs> making <laughs> bags or something one day, but uh, you, you kind of found your niche. You, you guys are like definitely, you know, head covers primarily for, you know, all four clubs, uh, driver head cover, uh, driver covers, uh, fairway woods, um, I guess hybrids, that kind of thing. And, and putter covers. Yeah. Um, I know valuable pouches. I know those are popular. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I know Bryce loves talking about the bags. So if anybody here wants iron covers, I'm pretty sure AJ, uh, with the clubs that he's hitting, he's never putting together iron covers for you. <laughs> There's just not happening. So, um, but, uh, anything else that you've kind of been thinking about toying with the idea of, uh, you know, even if it's not in the golf space at all. Um, we've been, I've been kind of, I wanted to for a while. I just haven't had the time to do it yet. Um, I don't know if that's going to come around this time this year or not, but I'd love to make like yardage book covers and and scorecard covers as well. Um, Same sort of thing where those seem, they still seem to be very much on either the, the generic side or higher, higher minimum side. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd like to be able to kind of do the same thing that we're going to be doing with the head covers this year and, and kind of get into that as well, where, okay, you can, you can get a, a one-off yardage cover or scorecard holders for your foursome or, or whatever the case may be. Um, that's not going to break the bank, but at the same time, it's going to last season to season to season. So um, that's kind of the next, the next product that we'll probably attempt to tackle um i don't know when that might be um but i've been i've been wanting to make one for myself for a long time and i I haven't got around to do it so so i guess eventually i'm sure i'll have to do it episode probably number 175 or something we'll we'll, we'll be talking about that one what's like what's the weirdest request you've gotten i didn't give you any any heads up that i was gonna ask this question but you got any like you any like weird emails that have come through and you thought like that's a strange thing to request or just something to like engrave on or stitch on to like a head cover that you've thought is, uh, it's kind of strange. Nothing crazy yet. The weirdest one was, um, actually it was like right after we kind of started, uh, started the website. Um, and, and we had some of our teas were up there and I had an email and it was uh, a guy was looking to get some teas but he had specifically what colors he wanted for all the stripes on the tees. So I think his assumption was that I was sitting and I was hand painting all the tees <laughs> myself. <laughs> so I had to let him know that that's not kind of, that's not what we were doing. And we had to, we had to order all those in specifically and there's large minimums and all that kind of stuff. And he was like, Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> but that was probably the, that was probably the, I guess the wildest request we've gotten so far. I'm pretty lucky in that sense, I guess. I'm glad you said that because I was walking, uh, Bryce and I was my course. So I was walking off the practice putting green one day and I like looked down and, and, uh, I like saw something just out of the corner of my eye and I like picked it up and it was pioneer golf tee. And I thought that was pretty cool because it was definitely, <laughs> no it was not for me. It was not, uh, it was not like, it wasn't one that I had had. It was actually, I have some of them now. Last time I got something from you is gray and teal and somebody okay, had yeah. those. And I had only had the wooden ones with like maroon on them before. So it was, uh, it was kind of cool to see them like all the way out here at my course. Uh, somebody else has obviously kind of hit up, hit you up for uh, something on their bag too. So I know last time we did a giveaway and there was like eight or 900 people in it. It was, it was like crazy. It was insane. And people loved yeah. them. And I think, uh, I think it definitely turned in and a lot of people went out and checked it out and picked up some gear. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that worked out and like people are kind of coming back and checking it out. Do you get a lot of like repeat buyers that kind of that come back after they get a piece of, uh, of your gear? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the, the bulk of the, the business that we do is, is repeat customers. Um, I mean, as, from the social standpoint, from like Instagram, it's again something that we kind of just do ourselves. So it's nothing flashy, it's nothing special. Um, so we're not really driving a tr- ton of traffic through that. Um, but seeing the seeing customers that come and they order a, a cover and some teas and then come back a couple months later and they're ordering a few other head covers and valuable pouch and grabbing a hat. That those are the kind of sales that are really 
are, are really cool for us because I mean, it means that they're enjoying our product. They see the value of, of what they're spending on it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's as long as it's something that's lasting people, um, that, that's what makes us happy. Yeah, I think that's great because it just speaks volumes to your products and how good they are that people are just coming back and spending more money and because they think the product's that good, right? I think it just, the product speaks for itself at that point. Well, in any of the, like any of the socials and stuff that we'll post, like it's definitely in our bag. So um, I know Bryce and I are very happy with them too. I, mm-hmm. I, I warned Bryce like in a, he's a big gear guy. So I warned him that AJ's got a bag that he wants to talk about. So I just got one more, <laughs> one more question before you jump in Bryce. Um, if you could collab with anybody, AJ, um, whether it be like a pro golfer, uh, anybody, doesn't matter who, like any brand, brand any. whatever it is, like, is there anybody that you'd want to see? you know, kind of like rocking your gear, putting it on their bag or whatever it may be if they're out on the Or course. even you putting a logo on your, on one of your covers and sending it out, kind of. Um, oh, boy. Anybody that you've worked with in the past? I mean, McDavid's, McDavid's got to be up there, I would think. No? That's, that's definitely up there. Jeez, um, I'm trying to think on like the, on the golfer side. I know he's a live guy, but maybe Cam Smith yeah. um, might be one of my favorite golfers to watch play just because you burn the house down at any moment, just yeah. all of a sudden gets going and it's six, seven birdies later. So maybe a guy like that. Well, I think too, like, stick around there. he's pretty polarizing, man. Like, I think, you know, if you've got your, he gets a lot of TV time. He definitely gets a lot of TV time. So if you wanted kind of your covers to be seen, but it would also be cool. We gotta like, get them into his covers. Yeah, I'm sure too. Like you know, guys like Corey Connors and stuff like that would, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and and just like a lot of like so a lot of what we do is NCAA players. If you're, I know you've listened to a few of the pods, uh, yeah, AJ, which I appreciate. And like you know, Bryce's one of Bryce's good friends growing up. He just uh, qualified for PGA Tour LA. Like mm-hmm. I know, like that's kind of like our niche. We really like, you know, kind of getting guys on and learning those stories and we're able to like follow them and follow their careers and stuff and on their path to the PGA tour. And, and, uh, I don't know if it'd be like the same approach for you as well, or if you'd rather like see Corey Connors have one on the bag, like what would be more kind of validating for you, I guess, would you rather like, you know, hook up with somebody who's like a friend of yours or a junior that you're kind of seeing going up the ranks or, or would you rather kind of see it on, like, I know you've had the opportunity to build covers for Mac Boucher and stuff. Who's been on the pod before as well. Like, you know, any, any preference or it's all just good, I guess it's all just any publicity is good publicity, even on the live tour. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I think it'd be cool to just like, uh, like someone that was kind of making that grind to, yeah. to get to that level. I got um, I got a thought well, here. I got a thought. What about what about Trent Daddy? Like guys trying to grind and break ninety so <laughs> so bad right now. And but I feel like too, like when those covers come off, they just throw them in the back of the cart and they just play their own. Oh round. yeah, yeah. Though they get they get put on when they're uh, the clubs are getting cleaned after eighteen. Yeah. The reason why I thought about that is I literally just watched a breaking 90. I don't know if you have but yeah, but like they posted <laughs> They're incredible. The, They're electric. The, they posted the most recent one and they had like kids, like they had Brock Nelson, like anybody and everybody who knows um like the guys from Foreplay, like saying, Trent, you can do it. Like it's, it's like a collage <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. They went yeah. out shoots an eight. Like because he had Jason Tillery. He had a lesson with Jason Tillery, went out and shot an eight on the first hole, and it was and then it followed up with a seven. So he's like yeah, I think he was, I don't know, plus six or seven or two. It was it was tough. He had a birdie though, his first ever birdie. So Really? Uh, yeah. Hate to uh we we're supposed to have rigs on the pod, which we talked about recently, and he's just gone dark on us. So hate to plug them too much, but uh it's pretty electric <laughs> to watch. It's pretty fun to watch. I feel like having covers on like one of their bags or something would be uh would be a lot of fun too. That'd be that'd be wild or the chicklets guys or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you get a lot cool. of eyeballs. A lot of eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah, for but, me uh, it'd be like I feel like I would just do it and I'd like put one on DJ Khaled's bag because he always has like <laughs> the worst golf promos and stuff like that. But they would they get so many views, like him and Beaver mm-hmm. that did that one video, and it's just like oh yeah, that's m- right. Millions and millions of downloads. And like, you know, you're probably gonna get some really, really weird requests then. But yeah, go uh go ahead, Bryce. Let's let's Yeah, I just wanna I wanna hear about this bag Max been telling me about because everyone who knows and probably now I'm the big gear guy i like talking about gear and i heard you have a pretty good setup over there so yeah uh chaplain bags 
Um, yeah. He's out of uh, out of the states. There, um, great guy, small company. Um, like, I buy all my bags. They are <laughs> unbelievable. Um, I know. I've told I Bryce I've about that. Three or like... four of them. They're they're sweet. They're really cool. And yeah. uh my next bag will definitely uh be with them and then um you know, we get into the clubs and we've got a connection with, with uh Chris uh won't say his last name because there's a lot of <laughs> so but uh <laughs> he uh he's he's done some work for you too. So can we run up and down the bag quickly? I know uh, I know you gotta run Bricer, I know we don't have a ton of time with you, but can we uh can we talk about it? Because it's a pretty sweet set. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so top of the bag, I've got a uh, TSI uh, 2 Titleist driver in there. Um, the Project X RDX shaft in it. Um, the Ping 420, uh, 425, I believe. Max Fairwoods, a 5 and a 7 for those. Mm-hmm. Um, got some Miras, uh, Mira Blades nice. right now. Uh Four to nine iron and those that uh, Smack was mentioning there, Chris gave some nice love to, stripped them down, and they're rusting up nicely now. Nice. Um, and then got some uh, some rusted out bulky SM8s uh, pitching wedge through through lob wedge and uh, an old God, it's got to be from '95 or '96. Uh, Scotty Arta putting. I was even that born is, Yeah, the thing is also just completely rusted out that's cool that's nice like i know uh, chris had redone my putter this year so i've got a like a delmar 2011 delmar i think it was like a honey oh, dip. nice yeah it was like a honey dip uh special edition like honey dip or whatever i sent it down there he did the same thing kind of uh stripped it down stuck it in a bucket copper infused or whatever he does uh made it look really cool so i got a one-of-a-kind uh scotty as well which is pretty cool but man the uh the mirrors are are sweet. Like I know, after you posting a few photos of those, uh, it was pretty cool, man. They're they're pretty they're pretty nice to look at. Like they're, I think anybody's looking to hit a set of blades or looking like you know that's playing kind of a higher handicap or well lower handicap, but that can afford to hit those as uh, just trying to get a piece of those in their bag and having Chris kind of put some love into those was it was pretty cool to see, man. It was really cool to see. Yeah, it was a neat little. Uh... It was a neat little project. I, there was no planning for it. I told my wife, I was like, yeah, so I did this thing yesterday and I was on eBay and there might be a club box coming soon. Just put it in the basement when I get home. Um, so I was like just kind of scrolling through and I, I saw him on there and I don't think, I don't know if the person just was trying to get rid of him or didn't know what they had or whatever the case may be, but uh, ended up just getting an absolute like killer deal on him. I always use a, a bulky pitching wedge anyways and they were four to nine so it was exactly what i needed and i was kind of like well i'm not sure if i'm going to get this opportunity again so pulled the trigger on those and then uh i used to have a set of adams mb2s that were kind of that raw fully rusted look so um always really really liked the look of that so figured let's see if we can do the same thing with with these nice and he yeah. absolutely uh absolutely rocked them so yeah, he knows what he's doing over there for sure. Yeah, they're really, a really set of le- they're set of lefties too, Bryce. So I was, oh. uh, <laughs> I was trying, I was trying. I was like, man, what's what's it going to take to send these things here? And uh, we'll never talk to AJ again in our lives. <laughs> no, they're they're like honestly probably uh maybe the nicest looking head of iron I, i've seen like it like fits like kind of my mold i really like that like that raw look that kind of rusted up patina look plus up here like where we are north of the border like you mix that humidity in with them and they just like um like almost like caramelize really like it they look really yeah. really cool so um Definitely, uh, definitely one of the coolest sets of irons I've seen. Dream set for sure. So if you ever come out, I'm gonna forget my clubs that day. And I'm just gonna be like, oh, we're just gonna have to hit these together, man. I think. Uh, and then they're just gonna sneak on the plane quick. I'm yeah, like, yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. It'll be good. But AJ, you're gonna man, get there, is, and AJ's gonna have his uh, his rain hood on with a lock on, with a yeah. lock and key on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, it'll be in a shadow box. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it'll just like. Yeah, I just probably won't be invited now that I've outed myself. But I would, I would risk it for those things, man. As a true golf lover, like as a true diehard golf lover, it's uh, they're some of the nicest clubs that you're gonna see, and uh, definitely recommendation um, for our friend 
crest too if you're looking to get some some Me. clubs done and you got a sweet set like i know i got seven eight fives at seven eight fives and to me they're like one of the nicer looking heads too so i would love to get those done i'd love to you know when i end up upgrading those i feel like it'll be hard to get them out of my bag and i'll probably just be that guy who keeps buying that set but um i would love to get a set of them done because he does incredible work so if you're listening if you're following us to this point definitely go check them out and um definitely go check out pioneer golf uh aj can we share a couple socials before we let you go yeah you bet so our website is pioneergolfcompany.ca or .com uh, and then our instagram handle uh which we kind of post all of our content um and then any uh updates or or releases will all be through there and that's just at pioneer golf co i like it so as usual too we're going to link it down below anybody uh, if you're listening in the car if you haven't checked us out go over check us out on youtube and uh the links will be right there you can go check it out and um you said january 1st so we're going to be popping this out in a couple of days which will be around that time so um i know you're looking at kind of doing custom embroideries and stuff like that into the new year so if you have any any questions or requests definitely hit up aj he'll uh, get back to you pretty quick and uh make something cool for your bag for the season you deserve it because uh especially if you golf like Bryce or not, you definitely deserve to have a good looking bag. <laughs> <laughs> but AJ, this well, is great. Then, uh, I was so, just going to say, sorry. Um, no worries. I was thinking, why don't we, uh, why don't we do a giveaway for you guys listeners and we'll uh, set it up and uh, you guys can figure out how you want to do the giveaway, but we'll uh, do up a custom head cover. I love yeah. For the, uh, Perfect. For the lucky listener. Ooh, I like it. That's a great idea. So uh, yeah, we'll pop up something in the next uh, couple of days or so. We'll do a little, uh, after the, pop of the episode yeah and then we'll do a new year's giveaway that's a great idea and Sweet. um yeah and then you can just kind of we'll hit up aj and we'll get uh something done i know i gotta get a new uh i don't need it <laughs> it's um, <laughs> there's a lot of needs and wants going on in this episode yeah. but i know i would like to get uh a new putter cover on the bag so uh, i got a I got a Toulon, I think I'm going to try and mix in there, a Toulon Atlantic, I'm going to try and mix in there this year. So might have to find something for that. We'll see. But uh, AJ, this was great, man. This was so much fun. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, be in touch. We'll put the, something together for anybody listening uh, at this point. We'll uh, we'll post something up in the next couple of days. But uh, thanks, man. This was great. It's always kind of nice learning about the Canadian companies. And, uh, you know, there's, I guess four of the biggest head cover companies in the world right here in Canada, which we're really yeah. lucky to have. Right. So, um, and you know, you own one of them, which is really cool. So if you're looking to get anything done, definitely go over and check them out. Uh, pioneer golf co over on Instagram links down below, but thanks again, AJ. This was great, man. Thanks for having me guys. Appreciate it. He's out in my ball and of course I tee up. I lose the ball and I re-up. I miss the fairway, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it. Second was blind, I see it. Feel like it might be an average. I was working scenario.